0: Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived. We are back. I've been telling you, I've been telling you, I've been telling you. Now you get to hear from a current player himself. I've been previewing this thing. And for anybody out there that has any concerns about depth or talent or marketing or NIL or any of it, stop worrying about it because we look really good. Check it out right around the corner. You are locked on Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back yet again to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. I am very, very happy and honored to bring on the show a a fine gentleman from Marshall, Texas, who chose Oklahoma State over places like Arizona and Houston and Kansas and TCU and SMU. He had plenty of of places to go, just like we're seeing a lot right now with the recruiting and transfer market. So let's go ahead, everybody, and welcome in my main man, your dude, number six, roaming the back end, Lyric Rawls. How are you doing, brother man?
1: I'm doing good. How you doing?
0: You know what? I try not to complain because I learned a <laughs> while back not everybody listens anymore. Yeah, you know, It's par for the course. Yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, my, my job is to ask the hard questions, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask the hardest question of all, possibly. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. Why Lyric? Is it musically related or or your mom would just have a, something cool down the pipeline there?
1: Oh well my dad name was Leroy, so like really uh lyric was the next thing that came to it. So and, but I but me personally I do like music and I listen to music a lot, but so I really think that it goes goes along with my personality.
0: All right. Do you do any
1: musical stuff or you just like to uh, listen? Personally. I see that smile.
0: You collaborate a little bit. Come on now.
1: I do a little bit, but like nothing major.
0: Bro, uh so I used to hang out in the dorms and the first person that ever got me to rap. I was a basketball player back in the day named Marshall Moses. Mm-hmm. I used to go to his dorm room all the time, and I was the only white dude that would let rap. I don't know why because I was terrible <laughs> at it, but you know what? It worked for me. I didn't have the benefit of my name being Lyric. right? That's If you're going to have an artistry name, I mean,
1: Literally. you don't need to
0: change nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Oklahoma State. Out of all the options you had, you were a very highly rated four-star, three-star in, in my, uh, multiple publications. Sorry, words are hard. I can't speak sometimes. But yeah, you chose us over TCU, over SMU, over Arizona, over Indiana, over Houston, over KU. And you see what some of them squads are doing now. And it's like you could almost look back and and see you in different scenarios there. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you... Out of all the options, what made Stillwater, Oklahoma, feel like the right the right place for you?
1: It was basically the um, the coaching staff, the uh, the secondary coaching staff. Like they they made great connection with me, and then when I got the tour of the campus, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the campus it was pretty, and like so, the connections and the school it it all seemed like a good fit for me. And then, like, it wasn't too close, but it wasn't too far to, from home. So, like, I was able to right, uh, yeah. make that trip. So, who's more intense, Coach
0: Hammer or Coach Steffi?
1: Uh, I'm going to give it to Hammer. <laughs> uh,
0: I would hope so with that name, right? Yeah, it, the, wouldn't, it wouldn't be fitting to have that name and not be that dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, he used to – he'll give you a spark every now and then.
0: <laughs> I got you. So, your journey obviously has been – Uh, you've you've slowly kind of come up. But I do want to point out one thing that I don't think a lot of Cowboy fans realize. So when I do some of the film study stuff, right, I I focus on particular things. And I I mentioned this to you, but were you aware that you and Lamont Bishop had the highest red zone grades of anybody?
1: I actually wasn't aware of it, but, like, I knew I had – I played a good game myself, but, like, I just didn't know, like, how good it was, actually.
0: Well, your aggressiveness, that's what yes, strikes off the map cuz you came in at what 6 foot 180. Where are you at yes, right sir.
1: now? I mean, uh today I weighed in I was 209.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. That's a lot That's a lot of meat and taters, my guy. Yes. Well, sir. You hit like it, right? You don't you don't typically see safeties that are willing to get in there, right? And that's the irony of you being in on red zone packages. Yeah. You, ain't the, you ain't the biggest dude out there. You're not. You're not Kendall Daniels. You, you don't mm-hmm. have the jolly green giant gift of growth uh, that 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 fine man has. So, what what did you decide early on in your career at Oklahoma State that was going to allow you to separate yourself from others to get more playing time? Because you're getting it.
1: Well, I always like been physical. I've been like like one of the physical ones in the room, and like I, I always try to make that known. And, like even at practice, I be just going around just throwing my body around you know so i feel like hopefully they will get seen so i can go perform it out on the field who is
0: your uh who is your 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 your
1: host uh for your recruiting trip oh uh, you know my class we had to do the virtual tours cuz oh. of covid
0: okay all right
1: and that played a part in my uh recruitment too though cuz i didn't get to always go i didn't get to go to all my visits to my uh, offers and i came here before covid got started Oh, okay.
0: Well, you know what that is. That's fate, brother. That's fate. That's exactly what that is. All right. Mm -hmm. You got you got guided in the Stillwater, Oklahoma. So as you see some of this transfer portal madness um, and clearly Oklahoma State right now is in a very, very, very good position. Yes. Losing Cobb. Right. That hurts. But we bring in Justin Wright, who I'm going to have on the show tomorrow. Have Mm -hmm. you had the opportunity to meet Justin Wright and Ladarius Webb, Jr.?
1: No, sir, I haven't. we just um uh, been aware that they committed. So, like, I'm sure we'll get in touch with them soon. Yeah, so
0: you're going we'll to like Ladarius like Webb Jr. If you're physical, bro. Dude, you know how sometimes, like, you know, in, in high school or, or coming up, you can tell where that dude is on the team. That's yes, on the field for all 22 dudes. That is Ladarius Webb Jr. in JUCO. Now, why he went to Juco, who knows? There could be a myriad of reasons. But when you put on film, that dude is destroying people. He's going to fit in remarkably to what you do. So that's why I was curious if you saw his film, because it looks very, very comparable to what you did this season. Now, again, it's a different, different level. But could you kind of talk about, right now, the, the, the feeling in the locker room coming into this game, is everybody a little bit nervous? Is everybody a little bit worried? Is everybody extremely confident and, and, and ready to rock and roll? Kind of what's the feeling inside?
1: Um well like the first day felt kind of a little off because like, you know, we got people missing that we like just used to seeing. So like that was that was like that was something different to see. But like as far as practices, I feel like we just been fixing the pieces that we're missing and replacing what, what we don't have anymore. It's like we putting the people in a position that they need to be in and moving around things to see what looked best.
0: Now, I know some people are a little bit concerned. Well, not concerned. More more, more or less surprised to see Thomas Harper go. You know what I mean? But this is why I've been waiting. I've been waiting to get you on the show for this moment right here. Would you say it's fair to all Cowboy fans that T. Harp is a dude, he's a dog, but He's willing to go explore elsewhere because he knows how deep the roster is next to him, and he knows there's a pretty good shot that he may not get as much playing time next year as this year because of how talented and deep y'all are.
1: Um, Well, T. Hart, we, you know, he's been injured uh, here and there, but, like, we do have youth that that is behind him and that is willing to step up. And we got, like, some dudes that will be able to either do what he can do or, you know – Replace what we're missing.
0: Who is that dude in practice that you just go at? Not not in a bad way, but you know what I mean. Like, there's always somebody that you can't wait to do one-on-ones with. Who is that dude for you?
1: Um. So either either when I'm in inside, i going against the tight ends. I say, um, uh, probably Cassidy. I like going against Cassidy. You know, he gonna he gonna bring he gonna bring something to me every time. So I like that we we be able to get at each other. Um. Before, as far as um slot receivers, I say uh J.P. John Paul Richardson. Yeah, yeah, he always gonna gonna bring something new to the table. So like it'd be good to uh, get working with him.
0: So you have a hand in why John Paul Richardson catches ninety nine percent of fifty fifty balls. Like that, when it comes to physicality, the dude catches better than when he's wide open. It's a fact.
1: Yeah, that's just a dude. Like when I first met him, like. Like when we first uh got the canvas out freshman year in uh, January, he used to tell me like how, how good he was. And like so I was like, you know, <laughs> we just you know, we just have to go see about it. So like once we got to seeing it crazy, like, all right, you know, gotta give it to him. That he doing what he said he was gonna do. So that's what that's been.
0: Okay, so we're actually gonna talk a little bit about the recruiting process not being in COVID. And I wanna talk about some of the other wide receiver matchups. But briefly, I got to take a, a, a pause real quick and pay the bills so everybody knows that if you're looking to hire the right people at the right time for the right job, if you're not looking at LinkedIn to be your solution to hire all of the appropriate people, then you are doing yourself a disservice. Do yourself a favor. Go to LinkedIn Jobs right now using the, the code Locked On to get yourself squared away on the best hires for you. In this time, especially as the holidays are, are coming down the line. So, your call to action go to LinkedIn jobs. It's going to allow you to find the most qualified candidates faster. You can post your job for free right now at LinkedIn.com using promo code slash locked on college. Again, that is LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions do apply. All righty, Lyric. When it comes to wide receiver, this is not only the deepest, most talented group of freshmen I've ever seen in Stillwater, like not even close. It's, uh, it's,
1: it's
0: by position by position. Uh, your, your secondary is the deepest it's ever been. The wide receiver core is deepest it's ever been. I'm not saying it's the best, right? When we had James Washington, Marcel Aitman, Dylan Stoner, Tyron Johnson all on the field at the same time with Chris Lacey as a backup. Okay, yes, that's five NFL dudes. I get that. But behind them, we did not have what we have now, right? And I, when I was playing ball, people never really took into consideration how important scout team was. Scout team is the people, the dudes that help you get prepared for the big time, right?
1: Yeah, so
0: the more physical your scout team is and your, and your three deep is, it gives you an opportunity for your wide receivers to be as good as they've, they've been recently. Going back through high school all the way to college, did you did you foresee coming to Oklahoma State and playing against guys like this as a launching pad to get you better, uh, or did you even know Oklahoma State was going to be this loaded uh, at, at all positions?
1: I honestly didn't know that because like I didn't I didn't um, I didn't commit to, like uh, the end of my um, football season, so like I didn't know what all dudes that we had committed there. So, like, once I found out who they were and then, like, we finally uh got to in our film to each other, I was like, okay, these good, they're pretty good. So, was like, <laughs> I feel like with all us being at the same school, you know, we'll be able to make some things work. Yeah, to
0: me, man, and tell me if I'm crazy. If I'm crazy, say, hey, Cody, you're crazy, by, 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 by all means. But does this not feel a little bit like, what we had coming back in 2021, we knew we had Colby Harvey Peel. We knew really? we had Trey Sterling. We knew we had Malcolm. We knew we had Devin. We didn't know exactly what we had in Devin, right? And then the corners were proven. Christian Holmes got his first start. I'm sure you saw the other day. We had a lot of veterans, but a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. This seems like with people like you know um, yourself, obviously Kendall Daniels. I'm hearing some rumors that JT the second maybe blessing us with with another season, if that's all the case. And we got Xavier Benson all over social media calling arms to all real Cowboy fans to get up and get excited because this really feels a little bit like 2023 and 2021. I mean, because Derek Mason, he didn't really get his wheels set, I would say, until halfway through the season. Yeah. Your second-half adjustments at Texas, magical. Your second-half adjustments uh, at the latter half of the season, even in Bedlam. West Virginia, beautiful. So you see the light bulb is starting to click all the way around.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Do you get the sense that this 2023 is going to sneak up and surprise the hell out of some people? I actually football? do,
1: because like we had a lot of guys, even like the in the secondary that was, you know, younger in my class that didn't get no burn till this year. So I feel like coming back next year, everybody'll have way more confidence. We'll have even more confidence with Coach Mason. So I feel like we'll be flying around way better if we frequently.
0: I dig it, man. Okay, so I'm not going to ask the, the normal because we've heard it before. What is the difference between Knowles and Mason? I ain't going to do that. We get that. Yeah. What I am going to ask is when it comes to connection and relatability with y'all, the players, the kids, what is something that Derek Mason does that makes it so much more easier for you guys to buy in, especially being new?
1: Um. can you repeat that question one more time
0: <laughs> you tell tell me the thing that makes Derek mason uh somebody that 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 you have to feel like you believe in right jim oh. Knowles was kind of that quiet leader Derek mason i hear doesn't get too loud very often so what did what was the first moment you saw that Derek mason's like okay that's my dude all
1: right i can actually tell you that time uh all right, so our first time meeting him in the uh, defensive unit room, you know, he gave us a speech and like, I guess, you know, it was a real speech and he was like being like real with you, like he was giving yeah. you giving you a rundown of how you are gonna coach and like, and how you are gonna be able to treat everyone the same and how everybody is valuable and everybody means something to the team. So basically I feel like, you know, that that's true. And that's, that's something to know that like, we all mean something to the team. And uh, even like he, always, even the older dudes accountable from when they're missing up. So I feel like Damn. that's that's some good that that he can do, and that he brings to the table.
0: So is there somebody? I mean, okay, you tell me. I've I've been doing a lot of research onto Kelvin Beeman. He looks like he could potentially you know be somebody that 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 plays in that mix. Tell us who is the guy that right now just nobody knows about that we all need to kind of watch out for.
1: Honestly, uh, we got we got um some young corners that I I pretty like. I like the two yeah. guys, um, DJ McKinney and um Cam. Uh, what's his Smith? last name? Smith? Cam Smith. Cam Smith as well, but it's a, it's another even younger Cam. Cam Franklin. Elps, 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 Elps. Dang. And also, um, Ty Williams. You know he hasn't he hasn't been able to get the uh, burn day. I feel like he deserved playing playing behind Kendall, but I feel like. All right. When he uh gets some burn, he'll be able to uh, show what he can bring to the table as well.
0: Now is uh is Trey Rucker still in the roster? I haven't really been seeing him.
1: Yes, sir, he is. He just started practicing this uh this okay. Bowl game.
0: Okay, so did he did he miss most of the entire season? I guess.
1: Yes, sir, he did.
0: So is he a super senior option? Are we he getting is- breaking news?
1: Uh, actually, he is. He is. Um, he's in the starting lineup.
0: My God. My God, Larry Rawls! Thank you. Thank you very much for that. That'll be great for Cowboy Nation, man. So what is the expectation? If you were just, just to throw it out there right now, well, hell, I'll, I'll, I'll go for you. I'll tell you, my expectation, with all the talent we have going back, is to end up in Arlington, Texas, no questions asked next season. Is that the mindset that y'all kind of have coming into 2023 as well?
1: No doubt, like, what happened to the the dudes that didn't get too much burn this year and got some, I feel like there's going to be more, like, swagger and confidence this season because we got dudes that that got some burn and got their their feet wet a little bit, so it's no more, like, nervous feeling anymore. Like, we've been out there now, it's time to go show what we can do.
0: And tell me if I'm wrong, I've been, you know, kind of leaning towards the reason you're not seeing a large number of transfers is because people have bought in, right? You're seeing the Xavier Benson tweets. You're seeing the DeAndre Jackson tweets. uh, You're seeing like the Justin Wright come in and Ladarius Webb come in and you making a lot of moves. Hearing that Trey Rucker is back is phenomenal, man. I did a piece on him two months ago about how he was somebody that I thought we'd be seeing a lot of this season because the, the previous season, every time he was in, the dude played with reckless abandon. He didn't even look like he was trying to form tackle. He was just trying to spear
1: uh, that's a, through. That's people. another guy that throw his body around. as he well does. That's why me and me and him we click well when we uh talking about how aggressive people need to be, and we just show it our example of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, man. Uh, I'm very, very, very happy to he- hear that he's gonna uh, get back into you know obviously the lineup. So whenever you're going through practice, and Gundy has already alluded to uh, this season, uh, there was a couple times that he tried to manipulate practice a little bit and and scale some things back due to injuries, do more shale practices, more more thud practices. Could you, in the moment, not talking retrospectively or introspectively, I'm saying in the very moment, could you feel in practice that something maybe just wasn't quite on going into K-State, KU?
1: Oh definitely. Uh, you know, like with us not being like in full pass most of the time, you know, we don't we don't just move around as fast because, you know, we're uh we're holding back on the body. So right. I feel like that, that kind of played an effect in it. So without being prepared for the like for the because that game was pretty physical.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Well K State's so, always always a game. Yeah, that you have so to like, bring your lunch pail like, and go to war.
1: Yeah, I, we should have been in full pass. <laughs> You
0: live and you learn, man. You know, like like Gundy's been doing this for a hot minute. Okay. He has. But even he, you can see that there's been processes of evolution for Mike Gundy as well. And I think that was just another one of them, right? We're going to chalk this season up to a multitude of moments where we could learn, where we could get better. And the biggest thing for me is let the depth play. It is very rare that Oklahoma State plays an exorbitant amount of freshmen, period, ever, in any sport, right? And for a long time, there was an onus on building up the D-line, building up the D-line. Well, we kind of started doing that. And then, th- th- I'm sure you've heard, we shifted even more of the scholarship numbers over the defensive side of the ball so we could, A, have a better secondary, and, B, have a better uh, special teams, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever you came to Oklahoma State, uh, did you, you redshirted your first year, correct?
1: Yes, I did.
0: And that was what allowed you, and just for fans out there listening, this dude went from 180 pounds soaking wet to 210 daggone pounds in under two seasons. That is remarkable. So for everybody out there that thought maybe we paid Rob Glass too much money because we had <laughs> too many people get hurt, I'm telling you right now, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. That, and and lyric walls was a perfect example. What did you? What was your first impression when you met
1: Rob Glass? Oh man, oh, I just knew he was not to be played with, and I've been told I was told that when I first got there.
0: <laughs> did you ever envision yourself doing the kinds of things that he had you do? Like I know you knew it was going to be intense. No, sir. No? Like when I first got
1: here, <laughs> when I first got here, I used to die during the workout. So, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this this dude is serious.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we got to We got to pay the bills one more time and then we'll swing back in and we'll, we'll get tor- towards the, uh, the home stretch of this deal. All right, Bobby. All right, y'all. So basically, what you have to look at in the holiday season is, as we already talked about, hiring the right people at the right times for the right jobs. But I think the biggest thing that we probably should take a look at that we don't always do is how we do that. And to me. If you're learning about how to, to do hiring, you should also be learning about how to do some more betting because BetOnline.net has you covered. It's your number one source for betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the odds, the trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer to esports. We've got you covered. And if you love podcasts, well, guess what? Got you covered there as well. We're always the fastest, we're always the easiest way for you to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your, your smart mobile device. Bet online, it's where the game starts. And here at Lockdown, Oklahoma State, we're just here to do what? Point you in the right daggone direction. Hire the right people, get your funds right. If you, if, if you, you change a little strange, well, then you just got to get your money right. No big deal. All right, Lyric. So as we cruise back into this thing here, half what seamlessly. Tell me about the drip. Tell me about Oklahoma State's drip game.
1: Oh uh, well, well, what they do is um, they don't tell us what we're wearing um, really? th- until the game day. Until so we uh we basically see what we're wearing uh, once we walk into the uh, locker room from the walk. So either, either you know how to put some on or you don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so from. I mean, the, the, the packages that y'all get, right? The shoes, the hoodies, the, the jackets, the shorts, the pants, the backpacks, whatever. When you committed, I I know you knew everywhere you went was going to have those types of things, right? But yeah. when you committed, did, did you know really on the scale of what O-State's drip game and swag
1: was? I really didn't, but when we first got our first backpack of gary I just really fell in love with it. Like <laughs> i never just been dumped off of, um a bag of good clothes and shoes. I was like, okay, I like this.
0: <laughs> I was man. So why I'm a, a better better way to put this. Why do you think people were were, were I don't know, con- confused or concerned about Garrett Rangel. Other than the youth, you see the dude every day. You see Gunnar Gunny every day. You've seen Spencer every day for quite some time now. And just like I said before, people don't come back for no reasons. Nobody yeah. comes back to go seven and five. Nobody comes back to go five and seven, right? People come back to win ball games, to play for titles. With this number of dudes coming back. Is it safe for us to assume that the reason is it's because y'all see something that we don't see? Y'all see a level of talent that and a level of achievement with Garrett Rangel, with Gunnar Gundy, with even Zayn Flores coming in, which is why you see everybody coming back and reloading for 2023. Do you think that plays a part offensively? You being in a pretty good spot, or you or y'all wouldn't have made this jump?
1: Uh Definitely, I just feel like you know this year we just had a lot of youth, and there was a um, a lot of guys first time playing college football. So with they coming back and now we already have some experience, we'll be looking pretty better than what we did this year. This year.
0: So coming from Marshall, Texas, have there? I, I I honestly I didn't really see very many, so I I know I'm missing some. But can you tell us of another cowboy? A big time cowboy that came from Marshall to Stillwater. I don't know of one.
1: Actually, um, I had a I had a coach that um that went to school here. Okay. His last name is Thomas. Um nice. first name. I mean, he played um he played receiver and he, he uh told me he's telling me that uh he played with, he played on the Dez Bryant team.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Isaiah
1: um, it's been a minute since I talked to you. <laughs>
0: no big deal. Well, whenever you were in high school, um, how many dudes that you got to go up against ended up being in, in Stillwater or in the Big 12? Like, do you have a buddy uh, from another school that you get into it with all day, every day?
1: I actually got a, well, I don't get into it with him, but like, we stay communicating. He uh, go to TCU. He play receiver. Okay. Number 18, Sabian Williams. Ah yeah, yeah, we played together.
0: Didn't I just see some news about Savion Williams?
1: Yeah, he has been he been um this is like his really breakout year this year. He's been getting a lot of touches and touchdowns. Yeah, I've been I've been rude for him. I was okay, trying but to when y'all play
0: next year. Uh is it safe for me to put a little coin on you locking him up?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always you
0: know, compete. So I'm actually glad you brought up TCU. TCU this season is not anywhere near as good as we were last season. Yeah. It just goes to show that in a game of football, sometimes the ball has to bounce the right way. Sometimes your your bye week has to come at the right time. Sometimes the amount of injuries has to be able to counterbalance each other. Uh, So whenever you guys were going through this big 12 race, you know, it, it, it's funny. People always talk about SEC, Big Ten, SEC, Big Ten. But the funny part is, if you took the the dead last place team in the Big Twelve, they would stomp a mud hole in the last place team of the SEC and the fifth place team of the Big Twelve, Big Ten. So yeah, whenever you're getting ready for the next season, is the strength and the depth of the league help you get more prepared as opposed to other leagues? Because let's face it, if you're in the SEC, you're gonna have four or five hard games. Yeah, you're going to have four or five games where you can eat ramen noodles at halftime and be fine.
1: Definitely.
0: You don't get that in the Big 12. So give me – okay, let's uh, – give me your prediction. When it comes to these ball games. how – what what's a good percentage of Big 12 teams that are going to sneak up and, and, and surprise some people? 70% of us going to win? 50% of us going to win? What do you think, Bubba? Last year it was like 75% of Big 12 teams won.
1: And I'm sure I'm sure the teams that that uh, made it to the bowl. That, I mean, all of them gave us great competition this season. So I'm sure like everybody would be able to sneak up any, on anybody because basically it come it comes down to the last couple of plays or the way you start off the game. Pedal them. Exactly, you know. I hate to bring up. They started of that. off. They started off well, and you know we finished better than how we started. So yeah, yeah. You, you know that's
0: actually realistically, man, that's been the story of the season, has it not? You guys have dominated halves. And then you've had halves where it looked like y'all all took naps.
1: Yeah, that's that's been our that's been our main uh, struggle this year is just starting out fast. Basically, that's what we've been preaching every week, but starting out fast. So, who
0: is the biggest cowboy that you look up to in your lifetime? Of of of, of actually, not scratch that. Who is the player that you've looked up to as a kid, your entire life growing up?
1: He said the player I looked up to. He's outside of Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Chancellor. I always, I always love this game. That's been oh, my, that's been my guy. I was gonna guess. I was
0: gonna guess Sherman. To be honest with you, I don't know yeah. why. It just <laughs> felt right. But that Legion of Doom. If you're a defender, you gotta, you gotta love what what they were doing in Seattle, right? Especially with Cam Chancellor. Yes, sir. He I hate,
1: go. I hate when they broke up because I used to stay watching him.
0: And what, what's crazy is the the two things other than obviously Russell. Um, the two things that you knew about you know Seattle was Legion of Boom and the 12th man. And the other one that you know you got to see a lot of uh you know, in the NFL is Chris Carson with the Seahawks. Yeah. They're... Is it nice seeing some of these cowboys come back? And there is is there a cowboy that's in the NFL right now or that just recently retired that you want to see on the sidelines for a game in Stillwater? Because you were at Bedlam last year when Daz was picking up Gundy and going crazy, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that was crazy to see him. Like, (laughs) just even seeing like dudes that you know played in the league and come back—that'd be pretty cool to see that. Like, it's really uh, possible to do, you know?
0: It is, you know, and it's—it's crazy. I've been a fan since the early '90s, and back then, we wasn't going to a bowl game. We weren't—we weren't renting a bunch of games. It just—you know what I mean? It was what it was. So, it is very cool to see players like yourselves that have come in and been part of not only the culture shift, but now the culture expectation, right? Yeah. For a long time, it was, let's get to 10 wins. Well, when you start doing that, we went on back-to-back, you know, to 10-win season with Mason Rudolph and James Washington and all them. So the expectations raised. And in 2021, you have one of the top five defenses in the history of Oklahoma State University. Actually, no, scratch that. The best defense in the history of o State. Not even close, right? Yeah. One of the best in the nation. So yes, it does tell you and you look at what Malcolm and Devin and Christian are all doing right now and you you already know Kobe Harvell just got hurt yeah he got, he's NFL all day every day, but does it not give you more drive to help recruit dudes to Oklahoma State and say hey bro, you're not just coming here because we got the best swag. you're not just coming here because we've got the most success over the last 10 years in the big 12. You're coming here because, you need to get to the lead, right? Exactly. If you want to be raised into not raised, you already been raised, right? But I'm saying, you know, Gundy and our staff, we hammer home on that. Come to Stillwater, right? Be a man, say yes, ma'am, open doors, be courteous, be respectful, and then go to society and be that man in life, too. Oklahoma State is all about that. And I love the fact that players like you are exempt exemplary in exactly what that what that means. But is there somebody in the high school come up game that you really kind of nudge and be like, bro? If you want to get to Lee, you can do it here in Stillwater. Who's a young come up that that you that you know
1: should swing through Stillie? Um. Well, you know, we already got this. Um, we got this one uh, safety from out of Louisiana, Cam Franklin.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, he, I done gave him a a tour here one time. I was his host.
0: Oh, nice! You know,
1: I, I I've been pushing him. You know, I would really like for him to get down here. He he's a pretty cool dude. You know, he uh six three, kind of long, and yeah. I'm sure we'll put some weight on his, too. So that'll be good to have you know him that. back here in the back end with us.
0: So you mentioned Epps earlier. Isn't Epps six three one ninety ish? He used he, to be one ninety.
1: He a pretty brick freshman too. All of them putting on weight.
0: And then you got Kendall Daniels. Imagine what he's gonna look like next year, bro. Uh. That's what I'm saying like the the athleticism the sideline if offensive players go sideline to sideline next year on y'all you should run your own gassers it should <laughs> not happen should not right and you know fill in the fill in the holes i'm going to ask you what do you what do you prefer would you prefer sneaking in and getting a sack or do you prefer getting a pick or, do, or actually you know what i'll go with the, i'll go with the number 3 or do you like laying somebody out and then fumbling. I'm going to go with three.
1: Ah. <laughs> I'm going to go with three every time.
0: Well, with the Cam Chancellor vibe, I, I felt like it, you know, oh, yeah. it made sense
1: there. I'm ready to go fill the gap up.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and you see that on your film, right? That's just, guys, listening in the audience, that's not just words. Go watch all of our red zone packages the last five, six weeks of the season and watch what number six and number 11 do. Like, you and Lamont are in every single play in the red zone. You actually, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some shade here. You beat two of our linebackers to the line on a, on a fourth and one goal line stand. And I highlighted in one of my videos weeks ago. And I said, how in tarnation does our safety run from back here and beat both our linebackers (laughs) to to the O-line? How does that happen? Well, it's just your aggressiveness. And I think, Looking up to somebody like a cam Chancellor uh you know, allows you to do that. I got another one for you. Do you know who Markel Martin is? Uh
1: no, sir, I do not.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is my this is my research for you, brother. Take a look at Markel Martin. He wore number 10 at O State. He went on and played a couple years with Tennessee Titans. Yeah. That dude was out to hurt people constantly. Right? Like, every – it's one of those things. So, when I played, I played against a dude named Reggie Smith, played for OU, right? Went on and and played in the NFL for the Niners. And it's like that thing. I knew that if I ran an in route or a slant route, I was going to get lit the hell up. Markel Martin is that guy. And I I see some of what you're doing to, to what he did at Oklahoma State, Right? And the rules have changed. You can't launch at people and take yeah. their head off like he does. But that in, that aggressive attitude, it's in you or it's not. right? There's a reason I played offense. <laughs> yeah, there. 100%, man. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I played free safety or going into my sophomore year of high school, starting, uh, and I liked it, okay? And my freshman year, I had like 11 picks, but I only had like four tackles. <laughs> And then you know, as I I was like, I don't want, I don't want to be about that business. Yeah. I didn't like I didn't like getting knocked out going over the middle either, but it was better, you know. But so said that aggressive mentality, you either have it or you don't. And when you have a player like yourself and a Markel Martin that are coming to do some damage, you you know good and down well in film preparation. That's something those wide receivers take note of. That's so, that's if you have somebody in the middle that you know is going to light your world, that's somebody you throw a red jersey on the scout team. Yeah. You find you find ways to man- manipulate your routes just enough to avoid that dude. You sir are becoming that dude. So I just want to say thank you for not only choosing Stillwater, uh, thank you very much for buying into what we are and who we are and the culture, the positivity. And just the, the cowboy culture. So before we skedaddle on out of here, because I know you're a busy young man. I don't want to keep you forever. Could you just briefly touch on how the cowboy culture is different than everywhere else from what you know and from what you've seen? Because you have recruits that come in. I know you've heard stories about, oh, when I was at Vanderbilt. Oh, when I was at you know, North Carolina State. Oh, when I was at this university. So knowing all that and knowing what you've kind of come up through in Stillwater, could you just kind of break that down? If talk to me like I'm a recruit. I'm a recruit coming in, and you're telling me why this cowboy culture is real and I need to I need to buy in, believe, and show up.
1: Well, basically, you know, I feel like everybody has standards, but like I feel like we have high standards, not just like. You as on the team, but like you personally as a player or is outside even outside of um you know football even at the academics you know we they hold you accountable over there you know we make they make sure that we get uh our business handled over there with the academics so you know and just using our manners they they make sure all of the um- personality things is well even before we get on the field um what else?
0: Well, and that stuff matters,
1: man. Yes, it does, cause you it know really does. you can you can be at uh, college and just playing football and and nobody worried about your outside life. You know, they mm-hmm. actually check up on you outside of practice. Wow. Uh, make sure that you're good. You know, with with your mental, just checking up on you at all times, making That's sure everything's wrong. flowing right.
0: And so is that something that you get from a lot of the the, the GAs and and assistant coaches? Or is that something that you actually get, like, legitimately from, like, a a Derek Mason?
1: Oh, you know, a coach can always tell, like, well, I could say our coaches can tell, like, when we're not ourselves or if we're quiet, you know, we'll say we'll leave the menu. He'll just pull you back and make sure you like you good, make sure your day going, make sure your family been good, stuff like that. You know, you, you probably don't get that from everybody. No, I
0: mean, you know, just like some kids choose a university based on the helmet sticker, some universities choose a kid just to have him, right? Just to fill up the roster with another highly talented dude. I think, from what I, you know, have seen in Oklahoma State recruiting, is Gundy's got a system, right? And he goes very, very deep into your personal background. Right, who you are as a kid, who your parents were, what what schools you you attended, if you got in trouble, so on and so forth. So, kind of like NFL teams do uh, for for the draft process, that's something that Oklahoma State does, which is why you don't see an overabundance of issues. You don't see Mm a lot of, you don't see a bunch of newspaper articles about dudes and still are getting in trouble for this or that or this or that. Um, And from a parent perspective, let's move on from a kid. If you're a parent, why should your kid go to stillwater oklahoma as opposed to who knows arizona state
1: mm-hmm. well i can say from uh say coach duffy you know he always keep in touch with most of my parents or like oh, really? coach duffy is actually from where i'm from so like okay. that was another reason why you know i chose to come here as well having somebody that could relate to where i'm from you know he just he just knew my people he he can always like Calling, and he'll just even just someday just have a three-way with your people just for no reason, you right. know, just checking in on you.
0: That's That's cool, to make man. sure
1: they will as well.
0: All right, brother. Well, like I said, I don't want to keep you forever. Uh, we've had opportunities to, to kind of to chop it up here. So before we, we do finally skedaddle on out of here, with this new NIL era and all that fun jazz, with all of the different collectives that Oklahoma State has, although they're new – You just need to continue to do what you do, my guy. I'm I'm telling you right now, the film is going to continue to matriculate out. What you do in the bowl game, it's going to get out. What you do in the off season is going to continue to get out. And here's the deal. Any company, anywhere, anytime, it doesn't matter. When you're looking for people to help grow your, your business, you want people that are polite, proper, they're eloquent, they're respectful, and their enunciation helps you grow your company. And Lyric Rawls is not, a, not only exemplary of that, but you, sir, are the direct definition of what every cowboy coming up should aspire to be like. You've paid your dues, you've committed to your body, you've committed to the classroom, you've committed to the university, and then you start getting playing time, and oh my gosh, go figure, you start producing. That- and the more you're producing, you know PT, you're, you're gonna be a mainstay. And I love the fact that when we rotate these, like, nickel-dime-type packages, you have the ability to cheat a little bit more inside, to lay a little bit more of the wood. Yes, sir. So I just do – I wanted to say thank you, legitimately speaking, right? As much as I love this job, I also love being a fan. I also love doing film, and I love seeing dudes that do it the right way. So for everybody out there, as we're matriculating through all this new NIL era, Oklahoma State's going to be fine as long as we keep players like this around we're never going to have anything to worry about so thank you sir is there anything you want to holler at the people before we get off get off here um, what do you want to tell the fine people of the world and mind you i will say <laughs> uh our podcast our audience we've got like 40 audience members in finland and austria and <laughs> so this is hey, international baby so you tell the people around the globe What's your, parting, what's your parting take here with Lockdown On, Oklahoma State, Bubba?
1: Well, first, thank you for having me on here. And uh, if anybody want to uh, shoot any NIO deals or opportunities with me, uh, all my DMs are available, uh, and I will reach to you as soon as I can.
0: And what's your? how can they uh, holler at you on Twitter and Facebook, brother?
1: Um, Well, they can t- holler at me on Twitter with, at, at Ross Lyric, and uh, on Facebook, Lyric Ross. Too easy.
0: I got it. Now, are we sticking with number six, or is there another move in the in the mix here?
1: No, nah, I plan on I plan on sticking with six. My mom be oh, calling yeah. me Big Six.
0: <laughs> That's good. So my very first interview was Stephon Johnson Senior. I hope Junior Six was six too. I dig it. It looks right, brother.
1: Yeah, we got it. We got a couple pictures that uh that we beside each other. They they look pretty cool.
0: I dig it. All right, man. Well, Lyric, again, thank you very 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 much, sir. I greatly appreciate your time. Um, and stick with what we got, like we got coming because I know that you know 2023 has the ability to be as big as 2021. And if we're just, I don't know, a little bit more aggressive all the way across the board, it is better than 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, write it down because a gentleman like Lyric Rawls, thank you very much for joining the show, thank sir. You. I greatly appreciate your time. Now, go get some grub in you. I know I held you dang near an hour, hour after practice. Um, you got to get up to 2.11 pretty quick, so go get on that.
1: <laughs> all right. You have a good day. All
0: right, brother. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, y'all. Everybody say hi, say bye to my main man, number six, Lyric Rawls. Later, Bubba. All right. Guys, that's really all I got for this one. I'm having a blast doing what I'm doing. Having people like this on the program, it's it's huge, right? It's huge for the show. But more importantly, it's huge for the audience. Everybody needs to learn as much as we can and grow this thing as much as we can, as fast as we can. Because as you've heard here, 2023, I don't care who's a quarterback. I don't care if they put me in my one leg at quarterback. We're going to be fine. And we should win 10 games. You know I love you all. Until tomorrow, while we have when we have Justin Wright on the show and we make our first appearance on Locked On Big 12 with Josh Neighbors. God bless. Go pokes. And we're gonna do this again tomorrow, y'all.